Hello everyone and thank you for joining us for another edition of the Christian Bible Study Ministry podcast. Uh, and as always, I want to say that I hope that you are all blessed in some manner by this program. I know for me it is a blessing and I want it to be so for you as well. Um, I know that it's, it's been a while since uh, the last uh, uh, episode or program or whatever. And uh, it's, you know, I've had a lot of, just had a lot of stuff going on. You know, uh, but I can say that the Lord has blessed me. Uh, things are only looking up. Remember that things, there's always some part of life that is looking up for you. God takes care of you, especially, you know, if you're trying to do what you're supposed to do with your life. Uh, it's like, uh, you know, he takes all this care and all this time to feed the animals and to make sure that they have you know what they need uh god is just awesome and if he takes so much care with nature just imagine how much care he will take with you uh, i pray that uh any of you who are in the path of any of these storms have made it through okay uh as i did uh i'm here in south alabama uh, the last thing we had here was Gordon. It wasn't really too much of a big deal for a lot of people, but maybe f- for some it was. Uh, some people were killed. Uh, and uh, I just want to pray, or I've prayed that God will take care of those who were uh, affected by that disaster. Uh, today, if you have a Bible handy, turn to James chapter 4 verse 14 uh, we read here why you do not even know what will happen tomorrow what is your life you are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes so this is uh, this is what we will be discussing today uh, you know all the time we hear people say uh, what they're going to do they're going to do this do that tomorrow do that when they're a certain age or whatever the case may be uh people do this all the time we hear it we hear people say it and they probably don't even really think about the uh true situation that they're in you know like the book of james says here our life is like a mist that comes and then it goes and we never know when that mist is going to disappear um so you know what does the bible say about this uh we see in james that none of us knows what we're going to do the length of our days are known only to god so uh like i said people go around saying i'm going to do this i'm going to do that what they should be saying is god willing you know god willing and the creek don't rise you know we go we're going to go do this or whatever the case may be uh, you know, people have good plans, or, or, or at least they seem good. Uh, there may be nothing wrong in of itself with what they're planning to do. However, God may have something else in mind for that person, uh, as he knows everything ahead of time. So, what they're wanting to do is, in effect, no good, either because they, frankly, do not have the time on this earth to get it done, or because God has something else he has called them to do. Um, I remember one time years ago, there was a uh, pastor that I knew at the a church around here. Um, 
he was talking about how God has plans, how his plans for us sometimes do not uh, match with our own. You know, he had said that, you know, he wanted to be a carpenter. Well, you know, he had a love of carpentry, but uh, God had something else in mind for him. God wanted him to be the pastor of a church. So he surrendered his own will and desires to God so that he would be better blessed and you know have better fellowship with God not to say of course that he could not in some fashion enjoy carpentry but uh, his primary job was what God had told him to do which was to be a pastor um, so if you do you know you know you don't know you might not know at this moment what God has called you to do but you know don't go say that you're going to do this what you want to do you know because God I mean, I mean, you can say that you're going to do it, but it's like, hey, Lord, Lord willing, this is what I'm going to do, uh, because it could very well be that God has something else in mind for you to do. Um, you know, and we take uh, one thing uh, we take for granted, you know, another thing we take for granted, you know, we take for granted our own desires that we're going to uh, have a chance to fulfill them and uh our ambitions and our desires are not always what god wants for us so uh we take we may even take for granted that we'll have a chance to do those things uh we take people for granted as well uh again this is something we see in james you know no one knows how long their life will be uh we we are not even guaranteed guaranteed one breath this is why, uh, and this is why family and relationship problems are so very painful. I mean, they're very, very painful. Um, you know, families get mad at each other because they think someone wronged them. Things grow and grow, and people stop speaking to each other and acting out of vengeance and to aggravate the person they are mad at. Uh, and this is when people need to remember. You know, God says in Hebrews chapter ten, verse thirty. Uh, he says, vengeance is mine, I shall repay. And this is repeated in Deuteronomy 32, 35 and Romans 12, 19. Uh, you know, stop worrying about getting even with someone and take heed that no evil root of bitterness springs up. Hebrews 12, 15. Uh, I say this to you now so that you will be reminded that we know not how long we have to make things right with people. Uh, we take for granted, you know, things... Uh, we take for granted things will maybe have time to change. Um, it's, you know, people, you know, people don't realize holding anger, you know, for, uh, um, I might be kind of going off on another subject here a little bit, but uh, anger, holding on to anger, you know, and stalling or, you know, or whatever you want to call it, whatever plans God uh might have for you because you're mad at somebody doesn't um excuse me uh it just doesn't make any sense and it's very counterproductive you know it's almost like you're taking for granted that you will have uh you know i guess an ability at some point to change the situation or that things will not be so bad if they don't change or whatever um 
But God says, vengeance is mine, I shall repay. Let God handle the problem if somebody's wronged you and you just pray for that person and pray for reconciliation. God will judge. God is the judge of all. He is the only person who is qualified to truly judge uh, our our deeds, whether they be good or bad, because he is totally pure and righteous and holy. So any judgment that he meets out will be absolutely, literally, totally pure and fair, because he has no sin. He is not tainted by sin, sin, you know, sinful desires. This is something that is very important. People need to remember this. You know, families are fighting all the time over stuff that in the end, in the grand scheme of things, eternity speaking, it doesn't matter. And people take for granted that they'll have a chance to do it, a change it at some point later down the road. And uh, a lot of times, unfortunately, they're wrong. You know, people have to allow things to change. You know, stop taking for granted that you have time later on to do that. Uh, we waste opportunities. You know, we waste opportunities uh, to talk to our friends and loved ones, thinking we will have another chance later. None of us is guaranteed the next breath. You know, we do not know when one li- when our life on this earth will come to an end, and when it does, whatever decisions we have made in our lives, it is it is too late to change them. Um, I want to. Uh, kind of uh, tell a personal story that I've had that deals with uh, that deals with this um, I remember years and years ago I was about nine years old I had this friend who uh, we were the exact same age you know born literally born on the same day uh, day month and year um, I remember uh, you know my mom had took me to town to visit with her friend and uh it's, you know, I was, you know, and my friend, I remember this clearly, and I will never forget this. Uh, she was sitting in the window at the in the store, and for whatever reason, I just did not want to get out of the car or talk to anybody, so I sat there. And uh, not too many weeks later, uh, she was killed in a car wreck, um, you know, not even 10 years old, you know, and that's something that I've always remembered. It's kind of a lesson that I've remembered, you know, don't take for granted that you'll have another time to talk to somebody. You know, of course, you know, people, especially kids, don't think about that, but it's true. Um, so, if you see your parents, if you're walking out of the house, see your parent. you know, if, you know, your parents or your wife or whoever it is, say, I love you, bye, or bye, I love you, whatever the case may be, um, it's very important that you do that because uh, like I say once the once you made whatever decisions you made you, you know you can't change them uh, the sad thing is that a real you know it's a real gamble thinking that you have time to change things uh, uh, the worst possible thing someone can do uh, is gamble with their eternity uh, you know they want they want to accept Jesus, but they want to do it later. So they really don't want to accept him because they put it off. Uh, you know, it's like putting off obedience is disobedience, or you know, procrastinating uh, with your obedience is the same as disobedience. 
uh, you know, they think, you know, they're, they, they think that their own desires are more important than him. Uh, they have it so backwards. They need to have Christ, yet they spurn him and put him off. And unfortunately, the day will come for them when the door is shut, the door to heaven, you know, just like the people who were trying to get into the ark. They had been warned for who knows how many years or whatever length of time it was that uh, the end was coming, and yet they kept on doing whatever they were doing, and they realized after it started to flood, you know, that they were wrong. But by then it was too late because God had shut the ark up. He cut off any chance of repentance that they had because their hearts were so hard against him. And, uh, they, you know, hey, people, in the end, those who have uh, taken for granted that they would have a chance to accept Christ, you know, but they kept on putting him off, they will be knocking, begging, and pleading to be given another chance, yet it will be too late. And at that point, it's, you know, they have no hope. They're, they're only, the only uh, thing that they can, I mean, the only thing that they're going to have is uh, eternal damnation and punishment. And there's absolutely nothing in the universe that can change that. So people need to truly understand and come to grips with the fact that you do not want to play with your soul, your eternal destiny. Don't procrastinate with it. If Jesus Christ is calling you right now and telling you that you need to become a Christian, become saved, washed again, washed in the blood, born again by the Holy Spirit of Jesus Christ, and to have your sins forgiven, then yes, you need to do just one simple thing. You need to yield to him and say, Lord, I accept you. I want you to change me. I want you to wash me from my sins and give me you I want you in my life and just as soon as you do that people I'm telling you he will take up residence inside you and he will immediately begin a process of changing you from the inside and that's the type of change that only he can do because he is the living God he says I am the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob he didn't say I was the God of Abraham Isaac and Jacob he says I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He is the living God. Hebrews 10, 30, 31 says, It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. Think about it. So, anyway, people, uh, I will, we will end this uh, program today, and I hope and pray that it has been a blessing to you and that... Uh, some you've gained some kind of insight you know or if hey if uh, jesus is calling you to salvation just say look jesus lord i yield to you i believe that you're the son of god and who was in the flesh you know you came and died for me and paid for my sins and you rose from the dead and i want you in my life and you will never regret that decision i can promise you Amen, everybody, and I will see you whenever the next program is.